The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. Do you have a question or a comment about the U.S. men's national soccer team taking on Jamaica? Big win against Jamaica. Coach Kenny Farrell, we'll speak with him in a couple of seconds here as he's walked into the studio. We'll chat with him. Also coming up next segment, Eric Alexander will talk LSU football and the latest rumors. I want to get your opinion on this too, Tiger fans. It kind of seems like, well, I'm not going to say seems, but who is it you want as a head coach, especially since you're, um, Jimbo Fisher again this morning was asked about it and he's like, I just recruited all these top players. Like he got the number one player in the country to come to A&M. He's like, I'd be dumb to keep recruiting people to come here. And then I'm going to LSU. And then he said, I'm not going. So Jimbo once again, taking himself out of it. Uh, and it seems like the coach of this weekend or week now is Lincoln Riley. Lots of Tiger fans on message boards are absolutely convinced Lincoln Riley is going to be your next head coach. So I don't know what I hear from you. Anyway, uh, 800-998-1003, as we said, the U.S. in Jamaica, on the road. So here's the bad part. Paramount Plus, or I think uh, one of the Spanish channels is the way to – which one is it, Kenny? I think it's, I think it's TUDN. Okay. Uh, Telemundo? Yeah. Yes. So if you have it, that's great. Um, if not, <laughs> Paramount Plus. If you're a soccer fan, you probably have Paramount Plus. Most do. Okay. Yeah. Point is, let's just kind of start there. We'll talk about last week's sure. game or last weekend's yeah. game and then going into this. Why, why is it not on ESPN and Fox? I know that, but <laughs> why, why is the host country, it's up to them to decide yeah. how it's broadcasted, right? Yeah. yeah. In CONCACAF, yeah, it's up to the host country. They'll make the deal with whoever, um, is best for them in their, in their best interest. And it's not controlled by CONCACAF, so. That's, so it's not controlled by CONCACAF, so right. basically the home country will make that decision as to who they make their broadcast deal with. Okay. Now, yeah. I, I – again, so you – like ESPN has been televising those games. Yeah. Could they not make a deal? Like I guess Paramount outbid them to do it or how does that work? Oh, yeah. Or, I, or I, does, well, Paramount is CBS, right? I don't think CBS wants ESPN covering those games unless okay, there's something in it for them. Okay, you know? so that's something yeah. for them to have mm-hmm. and then to push their online yeah. platform about it. Anyway, so that's the downside of it that yeah. you have to go find it. That's right. Not that you can't, but you, you have to. And, and in some cases, it's probably a pay thing mm-hmm. to go do that. Is that a good thing for U.S. soccer? No. No, they, they, this should be. You should be able to watch this. Like on regular CBS television. should just put it on CBS Sports. Yeah, then, right. Their yeah, network there. Yeah. You need this is so big. I mean, these games are so big. We're eleven months away from the World Cup finals. We've got a huge game. The USA is at the top of the bracket. They've been playing great, and the people that you know, the, the fans you want to bring into the game that bring into the game, not already in the game, are going to say, "Well, how do I get this? Where do I?" Even even myself, I have to sometimes go look to see where I can watch these games. Sometimes, so that's mm-hmm. it's not you know it's not that suitable you know for bringing people to the game thinking about it 11 months out from the world cup finals we're halfway through this group right and we've got the usa that's at the top of the group and it's very exciting right now and 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 and, and, and that, that's what i mean look I, I i understand that yes technically for me to watch it on espn i have to be a cable subscriber or yeah. something of that nature but for the most part kenny i can go to a bar Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have those stations, and that's my point that that's I'm right. making, which is why I'm leading off with that. Is that it's a streaming station? It, it's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, you have to stream, and 
I'm just saying, in today's day, I already, I have Disney Plus. I have yeah. I have a bunch of streaming services already, and <laughs> and for maybe the non soccer, because that's to your yeah. point. If you're a soccer person, there's people listening right now. They're like, they probably have that. They have the Peacock. They have yeah. all these different things. But man, you start adding all those different streams up, it just it adds it, up. It, well, not just that. It's one of those things where it's your country's team. Yeah, like it should be more accessible. I agree. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think, but you know, uh, I mean, who controls it? We don't. So, right. but you know, the people that watch the the Champions League during the week in Europe, or they watch, you know, English Premier League, they'll have these different streaming stations because okay. it's worthwhile for them to have it. The sure. regular fan mm-hmm. that wants to watch their nation play in World Cup qualifiers may not have, a, probably doesn't have those stations. To okay. be honest with you, and so it is difficult. It's hard. All right. Well, let's get back to obviously what, what took place back on the twelfth. Famous victory over Mexico at the World Cup. Here's Ware, and there's McKenney. Corona, this is Ware for the US. And Ware does well, very well. Christian Pulisic. Amazing. On the pitch for a matter of moments. Let's stop with that goal there. A couple of opportunities, which you heard me say with McKenney mm. there first, a couple of chances. Right then and there, though, before that goal, Coach, the USA was possessing there and doing a solid job, right? Yeah, no, it was very impressive performance. I know Mexico counterattacked a few times in the mm-hmm. first half and looked dangerous. That was their style. But when does the USA go out and dominate Mexico like that? When does the stadium dominate them? Well, you Even texted here. me before the game that Mexico Amazing. was likely going to possess. Mm-hmm. You had to wait for that one or two opportunities. Yep. They didn't try to go get a score. That's what you texted me before the game. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Because, uh, But to see, to see the confidence of this team, the skill level – they, to me, they just dominated the game from start to finish, possession-wise. They just looked so good on the ball. They moved it so well. Some of the players were incredible. Uh, we just talked about Pulisic's goal, or we just heard it. But really, where was incredible on the right-hand side, tearing this team apart. If we can get the, our best players playing like that every week, you know, every time they play, and, and play with that you know, fervor and that belief in themselves, and there seemed to be no fear in the team. That, you know, you're playing Mexico. And I know we've beaten them a couple of times this year. In different competitions, but it was really against the run of play a lot of times. This, they just completely dominated this. It's great timing for the U.S. It's great timing if they can keep this up. So that was the first goal, and that was Pulisic. How important is it that he got a goal in that game, considering he was a late game substitution? Yeah. The story before the game was, oh, you know, Chelsea maybe doesn't want him to play and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But for him, that's the name. That yeah. That's one of those guys that you've got to have show up in games like this. So anytime Pulisic plays, we consider him, if not our best player, one of the best players. But right. I think he is our best player. You want him to impact in every game. He's looked frustrated in other games. He's looked frustrated. He yeah. came out with a smile on his face, and he played like nothing was going to stop him coming back from injury. Scored an absolutely fantastic goal, threw himself at it. Uh, you know, got in the box for the size of that guy to go in there and finish that way. Fantastic of a great cross from where it just looked, uh, it, it's great. And, and also when you are bringing other people in, I mean, people want, want the national team to do well, but they may not watch soccer in that, but they know who Pulisic is. Sure. They may not know who where is. They may not know who some of the other players are, but they know who Pulisic is. And he gets on the score sheet. That's also going to bring attention to the game. So it was fantastic. Speaking with head coach Kenny Farrell of your New Orleans Jesters breaking down that Mexico win tonight. USA takes on Jamaica. You probably know this better than me. You can watch play, and, and, and you're a coach. Yeah. Has his play improved since he's been playing over there, you know, Dortmund and Chelsea? Yeah, I think he's a more mature player. I th- we talked. We we can go back a couple of years talking about this, and we thought he might be a little bit childish and a little bit, you know, self-centered you know, when things didn't go his way. 
But it appears now that he's turning into a leader, and we need him to be a leader. We need him to be a leader. It's got to be bigger than him. And like when your best players play at their best, they bring everybody else's game up. Sure. So when he approaches it that way and steps on the field and attacks it that way and accepts that not everybody's at that level, he can raise their game just through his own performance. So I think it's critical that he's taken that on. I do think he's a better player. I mean, he's always been a technically gifted player, a tactically smart player. He's got a great nose for the game. But can you lead? Can you lead? When you step on the pitch, is that presence there? Does everybody else feel that presence? Is it about all of the team and not just about you? I think he's showing that right now. And then you had this. McKinney. And again, McKinney. Dos <laughs> Acero. That, by the way, has become the name of that game, Dos Acero. Uh, is that 2-0? Yes, yes. That is 2-0. For him... To score that goal, how important was it with the history of the last couple of weeks? It's great because you know how upset I was that he was left out of that second right. game the last time around because right. I, th- I thought he served his punishment. But um, and we struggled in the first half. No, he um, it, it's tremendous because all of these players that have that much talent. Remember, this is a young team. This is a very young team. This is probably two World Cups or three World Cups in this team. Mm-hmm. And um, for him to be playing at his best and some of the other players that played so well the other night, to see that they can play at that level is just – I mean, I, I'm very excited about the team looking at that game. Now, look, they've got to do every other game. They've got to play tonight in a, you know, in Kingston, Jamaica, which is going to be tough. It's mm-hmm. going to be hostile, and they've got some very good players playing against them. Jamaica's starting to play a lot, a lot better than they used to. But the real professionalism shows, and if the tightness of the team shows and they get it right and they can show – the approach that they showed on Friday night, maybe we can go on and be successful. You know, my, my heart goes up and down with this team all the time. I wanted to look at that game with mm. those two players and those two goals on purpose because mm. if this team's going to take that step, get to Qatar or you know, all those other things, it's these guys are going to have to be the ones that sort of lead, right? And, yeah. and what's interesting, use the word maturity. With those two in particular players, we've been waiting for Polistic to take that next step mm-hmm. of, you said, leader. Mm-hmm. I say impact player. Yeah. I mean, He needs to score, right? He needs to be that guy yeah. that you're waiting for. And then when you look at a guy like McKinney, where you have the off-the-field things, you have all that other stuff that coach may or may not mm-hmm. be seeing eye to eye with him. I think that's why it was so important, too, though, right? That, mm-hmm. hey, all right, you made your mistake. We've made up or whatever, but and because it's not just on the coach's side, the player has to view it that way as well. He could have gone the other way. He could have said, "You know what? I don't need this. Yep. I'm going to go do my thing." Instead, you saw it meant something to him. Well, th- there's two ways of looking at it. Um, Burhalter let him know who the boss is, and Burhalter could have lost his job if they lost the next game. I mean, let's be honest about it. It could have happened when he left McKinney out in the second game, and and it wasn't going well that game for a while. But but now McKinney knows. This is the way this guy works. So when you resonate, and as a coach, you think that's important. It's important, and it was a gamble by the coach to leave him out for that second game, and it was, um, and it paid off for him. And now, hopefully, they have that relationship. He says, "Look, I know how good of a player you are, and you know that I've got a job as a coach. So let's respect each other, respect okay. the team, and move on." So it's probably, in hindsight, a very good decision by Burhalter, but it was a risky one yeah. for sure. <laughs> but when you talk about Pulisic and McKinney. If you go back to when they started building this team, Gus, and we talked about it, and you said what's going to be important, and I said to you, they've got to build the frame of the team and the backbone of the team with centre-backs, full-backs, goalkeepers, people you know, holding midfielders. And we used to talk about you know, Bradley and how good he was. Yeah. Uh, and That's a good it, point. It's, it, so don't forget that they are also the heroes of this team because 
they didn't they didn't give up anything. They they I was were, gonna say I almost tough. feel like every game's a different keeper yeah. and they're not giving up any points. No. How strong is the keeper position yeah. for the US right now? Well, it's very it is strong because it's you know like Stefan is in tonight and he's done well and uh, basically he got the nod only because of his better distribution, not his better, you know, shot saving or one-on-one or crossing uh, receiving crosses or anything else. And that competition is respectful of each other because you can see them on the field, love each other when, when they're coming off and no matter which goalkeeper's playing, Turner mm-hmm. or, or Stefan. And then they also seem to know now they're in a situation that either one of us could be the starting goalkeeper and we've 11 months to get there and we've got seven games left of mm-hmm. World Cup qualifiers and probably another four or five friendly games before the World Cup uh, comes around. Got about four minutes here. Sure. You look at the table and you talked about how important this was and you had all smiles when we started this conversation seeing the USA at the top yeah. of that. Yeah. Considering, Coach, mm-hmm. we were going into game three of these you know, fixtures and you're like, this is a must win. I was like, we've played three games, it's <laughs> must win. But it's because of the start. Yeah. How, what, just for the non-soccer fan, mm-hmm. a win today does what? Because we're, we're done for the rest of this calendar year. They don't play another fixture again until January. Yeah, so so we're in a very good position. We're top of the table, and we're halfway through the games. Seven, there's 14 okay. games altogether. Now, when you look at the table, we're one, Mexico's two, and Canada's three. And they're on four, both on 14 points, Mexico and USA, and Canada's on 13. Panama, Panama behind them are on 11 points. And then when you go be like, below that, you know, Costa Rica, Jamaica, and everybody else, they're like six points and less. So the top three will go automatically to the World Cup from this league. The number four team will go to a playoff game in March. Okay. So I cannot see the USA dropping out of the top three now when you look at the way the point standings are. The worst they'll do is end up fourth, and I don't think that's going to happen. That's in a playoff game, probably against a weaker side from the other side of the world. But but I think they're in a very good position. Now, I don't want to you know, count chickens before they hatch and all that kind of stuff, but they've really put themselves in a great spot, and then hopefully they do win this division, and they do rank very highly because when the World Cup draw is made in – April, Mm -hmm. you would like them to be ranked like a number two seed. So there'll be a number one, number two, number three, and number four, and they'll fill the brackets with number ones. Then they'll put the second teams in at number two. Okay. Then the third ones will go in number three, and then they'll go in number four, and that's at the bottom of the bracket. Now, number four could be ending up playing against, you know, the top teams in the world and no chance of getting out of the bracket. So continue to play the way they're playing continue to hold their spot at the top of the table here continue to go up in the, in fi- okay. the FIFA rankings is okay. vitally important to the success in the World Cup finals itself it's crazy I-, I look it up here and here it is there's only six World Cup qualifying games left coach mm-hmm. that's it after mm-hmm. tonight you have two in January Salvador and Canada on the 27th and 30th February mm-hmm. 2nd Honduras mm-hmm. and in March three games the 24th Mexico the 27th, Panama, the 30th, Costa Rica. Those are three tough games. My yeah. point that I've been saying to you, you, you want to have that qualified, you want to have that set before yeah. March, don't you? Yeah, you do. You you, you want to make sure you're going to be either one, two, or three yeah. and go into those last three games. Like, hopefully it's really exciting, but we're playing for top spot or okay. second top spot. Uh, you know, so it's going to be very exciting. Yeah. You it's don't just... want those three games to be whether or not you can qualify. Well, you lived with me four years ago. <laughs> I did. 
did. On I that day, I was you. on the radio. Did. You didn't believe I know, me. No, I laughed at you at the other yeah. studio off along yeah. the interstate. I can clearly remember you were yeah. sitting at the interstate behind you, <laughs> and you were a ball of nerves. I'm like, relax. Yeah. Let's go have some beers. And then by that evening, I went, oh, they just missed the World Cup. Yeah. yeah. You, it was. It incredible. was not funny. You were not was, happy. No, no, it wasn't. No, you were no. not happy. And and I remember Pulisic being so young and so yeah. distraught after yeah. the game. Yeah. And he came back with the mission to get this team. Yeah. Through. So, look, build a great side. It, you know, they put themselves in good position. Let's continue to to do it. Final minute. Mm-hmm. What do you see tonight, and who wins? I think the U.S. win two one. I, I just like the way they came off the last game and what I see, you know, with them and, and, and the way the teams are playing. Now, look, the surface usually in Jamaica is absolutely awful. They may have to adjust their game. It could be poor refereeing. There is no video-assisted refereeing for bad calls. I mean, they've got to deal with a lot of stuff down there, so it could be tough. I cannot see them losing. I don't see them winning by a big score, but I see them winning. Um, Jamaica can score goals, obviously. Antonio from West Ham is such a good player that plays for them. He can score uh, at any time. Bailey from Aston Villa, English Premier League players. If you back off him, he can score from distance. Um, they've got goal scorers on Jamaica, and they've got okay. great athletes. I uh, don't know how well they're put together as a, 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 you know, as a unit, but they can cause you some problems. So the last thing you want to do is go 1-0 down. You want to be in the game, not give anything away. Go up and, and, okay. and play on from there. All right, and Coach Kenny Farrell of your New Orleans Jester is super excited. Carver's going to start seeing what you're coaching all about. Feel free to yell at him. Do whatever you need to do. You know, I mean, after Thanksgiving, you know, hey, he doesn't turn five until you know December. But you know, just I know it's. I'm excited. I, yeah. I can't wait to see that. I know you got a bunch of camps. We can talk yeah. about that coming up sure. here in the future here as well. Uh, thank you for stopping by, man. Appreciate making time. I love it for sure. Head coach Kenny Farrell. Quick break. We come back. Eric Alexander. We'll chat with him. LSU football next on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold Report is brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know-how in Lockport, La Rose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labadeville. Saints have a two-game losing streak following a tough loss in Nashville. Fans frustrated thanks to bad calls, missed PATs. Well, you know who else is? Head coach Sean Payton. Being honest, it, it's gut-wrenching. Truthfully, there's so much goes into the week. It's always difficult when you lose. And then when you lose in a fashion where it is what it is, that's even more difficult. It's more difficult to accept. That's why it's a tough job, and, and you got to kind of regroup and get your players back and then get, get the focus and the energy shifted so that one doesn't become two and two doesn't become three. You, you know, and that, that's important. You're looking at the tape, and you're wanting to see guys play each play in, in a manner where it's better than it has been. You know, we're doing that in some areas, and then some areas that, you know, that there's some simple penalties or simple mistakes that just need to be cleaned up, and then some areas, that we, are they good enough or not? Those are honest questions. But the way you feel after one where, like yesterday, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, Difficult. The Saints next face the Eagles in Philly, who won at Denver 30 to 13 and are one and a half point favorites. Kickoff is set for noon. For more of the Black and Gold, keep it here on ESPN New Orleans. This Black and Gold report has been brought to you by Rogers Parts, your home for Napa Auto Parts. Locally owned, nationally known. Get your Napa know how in Lockport, La Rose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labadeville.
Napa know-how. Rogers Parts, your local distributor of high-quality Napa Auto Parts, marine and industrial supplies, has what you need to keep your vehicle rolling safely down the road. Whether it's repair or maintenance, Napa has the parts to help you make your vacation destination. Getting ready for that big fishing trip, they have quality marine parts to help keep your boat going. So stop by one of Rogers Parts' five locations, Lockport, LaRose, Galliano, Morgan City, and Labadeville, and talk with one of their ASE parts specialists. Rogers Parts, they've got the Napa know-how. Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. What a guy, Eric Alexander. Not only did he win a national championship and a Super Bowl championship, but if there was an award, Eric, for uh, helping people set up tailgates, sir, maybe he might, might win one as well. Apparently, per uh, when I saw you walking down the hill on Saturday. What's up, Eric? How are you? <laughs> Hey man, whatever I could do to live, uh, lend a helping hand to somebody <laughs> setting up a tailgate, you know, on a, on a beautiful Saturday. I mm. mean, what, what what else would you expect? That is a positive. Let's start there because it took me forever to get through campus. I don't know what I was doing. I should have come up Nicholson the entire way. I didn't. I came down Darrell. Next thing you know, this street's closed. That street's closed. It was packed. Down, it was gorgeous. Below, I know, man. It's stupid. That's, that's a rookie mistake. That's a rookie mistake. <laughs> that is. Um. But you did see that atmosphere and everything. And look, it's interesting, and I wanted to start with that because of the tailgating. Because at the end of the day, Eric, it is the fans, right? It, it's the fans buy the tickets. They have that support. They have all those tents, the RVs. And obviously, you would want a better season. But just your reaction, man, when you walked around. I, I, I saw a fan base that still is absolutely about it. And they're just kind of looking towards the future here and, and, and waiting to get back into wins, right? I don't see a... Fan base. Well, I didn't see fans, Eric. Where I don't, I don't see them tailgating. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't lose the passion. No, I mean, I, I think, I think your your true LSU fans. I mean, they're they're going to be ride or die. So you know, regardless of how things are going, I mean, I think they know that the players are still playing hard and 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 they want to come out and support and do all they can to to help. You know hopefully uh cheer on cheer on a victory so um I, you know I, I think the fans are are still although the season has not gone the way they would have liked it to uh, I, I don't think that'll stop a true tiger fan from coming out and tailgating and enjoying a saturday on campus eric am i right in saying that i think the LSU defense has improved throughout the season including durante jones the coordinator no, I think that would be a, a a really fair and safe assessment of of especially of the last uh, couple of games. Um, I think you've seen vast improvement in 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 the way that they that they've played. I mean, and, and then when you think about all the injuries on top of that, um, I, I mean, you've seen what they've done, you know, to to basically kind of limit teams rushing. Uh, Rushing stats. I mean, holding Alabama to to a net six rushing yards. I mean, that's really unheard of when they have you know a, a really good back there, and then to bring the be, you know the best SEC running team uh, in the Tiger Stadium last Saturday and hold and hold them uh, to you know to a measly gain. Um, yeah, they have improved, and and I think they've almost in, have improved out of necessity. I mean, they've gone to this 3-4 attack. You know, I mean, they've had some injuries on a D-line, so what do you do when you have injuries on a D-line? You, you use less of them and you bring in, you play more linebackers, and that's helped 
them and allowed them to do some different things on defense that has, I think, confused um, you know uh, some some of these teams, especially Alabama and, and Arkansas, in the last couple of weeks. So um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I think they've made vast improvement, and uh, the new coach is going to have to make a decision. Um, you know, with Durante Jones when he comes in, you know, uh, do I want to bring in the you know this defense is fourth coordinator in the last four years because that's what will happen True. or do I want to look at you know the improvement um, that he's made over the course of, of this season and, and keep him around and keep that system in play in the game going into the game coach Ed Ogeron said he was going to use two quarterbacks it was the plan Garrett Nussmeyer now you can go back and forth on did his dad try to get him to get into game or not? Coach O said, look, it was more about trying to decide, do we take the red shirt off? All these different things. Bottom line, he came in. 18 of 31, 179, a touchdown, two interceptions. What did you think of his performance? Uh, I mean, it didn't it, it didn't blow me away. Uh, I mean, I thought he did some good things, and I, I thought he also looked like a freshman quarterback, too. Um I, I, you know, I just, you know, I, I think going into that game, knowing that, you know, there was a possibility that they were going to play two quarterbacks, it was this thing of, of, of you know, flow that came into play last week, that word flow, like, you know, uh, if, if one, you know, if one quarterback is doing well, you keep them in, you keep, you keep riding with them. I think there was argument that you probably could have went back to Max Johnson at one point in that game, you know, but. Because you know we weren't really moving the ball with you know with uh, with Nussmeyer, so um, I you know I like I said he didn't he didn't blow me away he didn't wow me I mean yes he he did have a touchdown you know in the back of the end zone to Jack Besh but I mean I've also seen Max Johnson do that too so um, yeah. if, if it were me going into next week I would I would probably go with Max but you know. Who knows what's going to happen? You you see the game a certain way, being a former player. And what I've tried to express throughout the season here as well, cause, and, I, and that's why I brought up Durante Jones. I, I think your eyes can see the defense improving. And yet on the offensive side, and again, I'm using Coach O's you know, words where you know he kind of said they need to put their players in better position, the interception in the end zone. Well, that was the play that was called. I, I get it, Coach. Doug needs to throw a better play. I, but the the... The way it was said, it was almost like, well, it's the play call. It's the play call that keeps doing it. All right, so let's go that direction and look at it from this perspective. Am I wrong in saying this, Eric? It's hard for me to evaluate where these two quarterbacks are or the quarterback room going into next season based off of this year because, as we did on Arkansas game day, and you watched probably when we were doing our show, Ken Hamlin and Clint Sterner breaking down LSU's offense, the amount of coaching errors or lack of execution three offensive linemen leaving the d tackle wide open to pummel max johnson on a throw that he completes against Ole Miss. like those guys were baffled by the amount of basic coaching issues that the offense was having that i look at it and go well then i don't know how i can evaluate hey we need to move on for max or is doug you know is Garrett, the next core. I, I don't know because to your point, you're you're seeing things that offensively, whether it's play calling or coaching, that really doesn't help either quarterback. My opinion. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that was the theme of Coach O's press conference yesterday was we need to put players in better positions, you know. So, yeah, you, you, that is a, that is a, you are correct in, in saying how can you really, you know, determine, you know, if the quarterbacks are even, even any good if, if, you know, they can't do this, the, the basic, simple, fundamental things right, especially along the offensive line. But I think that <clears> – <throat> I think that earlier in the year, I think they had more offensive, uh, more offensive success, and you know, and, and it's mainly because, not mainly, but it was it was due partly to having Kayshawn Butte on the right. field, right. and you can see how the offensive production has declined since he got hurt in Kentucky game. I mean, we scored <clears throat> what four, you know, thirteen points. This past weekend, I think we scored, you know, you could have scored. Yeah, I think we scored seven against, you know, 13 against Bama, uh, you know. and you know, So you can look at at losing Kayshawn, one, you know, potentially a first-round draft pick, you know, an explosive player um, to, you know, you can, you can definitely attribute losing him to, to the lower offensive numbers. And, Having him on the field, I mean, it, it it only helps him out. Obviously, he's going to get his, but I think it also because you're doubling him, it, it opens up opportunities for other players to 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 make some plays as well. So, you know, uh, I, I I know you know you're not going to have a whole lot of Kayshawn Boutes on the roster, but I, I think that considering how this year has gone, I right. think that yeah, obviously. The, the the coordinators could have put could have put could put players in better position to call better plays. So ULM this weekend, and you know, I I guess Eric, you're looking at trying to maybe play, you know, Nussmeyer here. Do you try to see goes or do I need to see him against A and M? Am I trying to try different things, look for certain things? What 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 are you trying to do in an eight o'clock kickoff here on Saturday? Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting because uh, Garrett Nussmeyer, he hadn't he had one more game to play before he, uh, before, you know, and still had and still could keep his red shirt. So now the next game he will definitely lose his red shirt. So that's something to to really keep in mind. Um, it, it may it may not matter to him, you know, it may not matter to his to his family, who I guess Coach O is going to consult, um, but. Uh, you have to keep that in mind. Me personally, I would I would probably roll with Max, um, and 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 save that year for 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 Garrett. I mean, if he transfers or if he stays, uh, at least he'll have an, an extra year where you know wherever that may be. Because um, I mean, he you know like I say he he played that you know almost the whole game besides two series, and he didn't really didn't really set the world on fire. So. Um, I, you know, it's, it's not clear to just say, you know, yeah, we're gonna we want to stay with Garrett. I mean, I, it was, you know, I, he didn't do anything to, to for me to to clearly say that that's the decision that they should go. Eric Alexander at EA underscore LSU Tiger, the way to follow over on Twitter. All around helpful guy. If you're tailgating, just give a holler. He'll help you up, dude. I, I told you when I saw you Saturday, I forgot how big you were, man. How tall you were? Like, well, how tall are you? <laughs> 
Uh, I'm hovering six two, six three. I'm not okay. that tall. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I mean, I'm five seven. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the whole point is because I got like one of those pop up tents, and I got one of the newer ones where in the middle you just gotta push oh, yeah, it up. I could definitely help you out. Yeah. <laughs> I got you, man. Hey, give me one quick thing on the NFL here. Are you surprised that Mac Jones and the Pats all of a sudden they're above five hundred, and all of a sudden look at what they're doing out there in the East? No, man, no, not at all, not at all. Uh, I mean, there was a reason that Pats got got rid of Cam Newton, right? They they knew that they saw some things that Mac Jones could do, and and that could help them be successful. And I think probably the main thing for for them and that offense is just not turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they looked at their personnel, and 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 they and they saw that you know we can. We could we could do some things and help Mac uh, really manage the game and be successful by playing really just playing good defense on top of that. So uh, no, because you know they're always going to be well coached and disciplined and play, and play good defense for the most part. It's just can they could they score any points and can could, could Mac Jones kind of handle um, you know being a rookie quarterback kind of handle the the pressures and the rigors of, of moving moving up to the NFL and. I think he's he's done an excellent job. I mean, he's not blowing any anybody away by his numbers either. But they're he's doing enough. They're doing enough, you know. And, and it's definitely a, a team game up there. Like they they really focus on all phases of of, of football, you know. And so it's it's really been a team effort. So no, I'm not surprised at all that they're doing what they're doing up there. Final thing, thirty seconds, sir. Uh, have you been surprised by the amount of road teams that have been winning games in the NFL? I mean, this past week, it just—it just—it seems like it's all the time now. It's like, I don't know where where did the home field advantage go. Yeah, man. I think it's. I think that um, the same phenomena that has taken over, you know, like SEC football, like it, it truly is any given Sunday now, you know, uh, it, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it just, you know, I don't know if it was a COVID year is it, missing some, some on the field time, but like everything, it just doesn't matter, man. Everything's just the whole league's drunk. SEC's drunk. I mean, anybody <laughs> can beat anybody on any given day, man. So no, I'm not surprised at all, man, that that road teams are, are faring pretty well nowadays. I hear you, man. I didn't even get time to ask you about Dan Mullen and the Gators in that game. That was, that was insane, man. Uh, I, I will see you soon, man. Thank you so much as always. LSU, ULM. Actually, I won't see you in studio since the next two will be at home, but always a pleasure because we got a date every Tuesday here. Eric Alexander, 215-ish, at EA underscore LSU Tiger. The way to follow on Twitter. Thank you, sir. Enjoy your week. You're welcome, brother. You too. For sure. 8 p.m. on Saturday, that kickoff against ULM and the Aggies on the 27th, 6 p.m. ESPN. Uh, final two segments. It's open if you want to chime in and discuss Pelicans. Oh, tough loss yesterday. They're on their way to Miami. They play the Heat tomorrow. Anything on the Saints? I'll take your calls there. What did you think of the Monday night game? What's up with the Rams all of a sudden? Sports Hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. It's in my heart and my soul. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. 
When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At The King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring The King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. Archie Manning here for Thibodeau Regional. In the Manning household, we're pretty serious about sports. And just like the team at the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional, we're also very serious about sports safety. As the region's leader and first comprehensive sports medicine program, they've been in the game longer with certified athletic trainers, fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, and neuro-sports-trained experts. So play hard, play to win, but play it safe with the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional. Lowe's Provember event is back. In celebration of pros, we're offering special values on top tools to get any job done right. Head into Lowe's and check out the largest selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories. Right now, you can get a guaranteed tough DeWalt 20-volt max bear tool free when you buy a DeWalt 20-volt max drill or impact driver kit. Shop in-store or order online. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Valid through 1-5 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Don't forget, you better go download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. You want to do it before it goes live, which I believe will be next week. Next weekend-ish. Because if you do so before it goes live, DraftKings is going to hook you up. $100 in free bets just for signing up and no deposit required. DraftKings bringing that experience as a leader in daily fantasy sports to the sports betting world now. So they went ahead and, you know, got together and created one of America's top rated sportsbook apps. It's called DraftKings Sportsbook. And the code you want to use when you sign up is LaRose. Put it in, $100 in free bets just for signing up. No deposit required. Pretty simple. Pretty easy. So go download it. DraftKings Sportsbook app. The app store for your Apple phone. Of course, if you have an Android it's the Google Play Store. Jared, thank you for calling the Sports Hangover, sir. How are you? I'm doing. <clears throat> I'm doing great. I have a couple of comments about the thing. Sure. First of all, I hate to say this, but if we don't have enough juice to go get Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. you may be looking at an audition for next year's starting quarterback. I hate to put it that way, but if you don't have the money, you don't have the trade capital, right. this is what you might be looking at. And another thing, um, Sean Payton doesn't do this, but he may have to trade up and get a real tight end and stop experimenting <laughs> okay. with reducing, re- making receivers tight end. He will have to go get a legitimate tight end. Hmm. Another thing is I'm waiting for him to say I've seen enough out of Traquan Smith, <laughs> out of Andreas Pete. Right. You know, I, I'm I'm just waiting to hear him say, I've seen enough. 
I've seen enough. <sighs> and well, he, um, he did say he liked it, what Traquan Smith did the last two weeks. So I'm just telling I you. don't know. I know marijuana is legal in Seattle, <laughs> but it's not here. Now, now I got one other thing about these receivers. Uh-huh. They act like somebody's throwing a bag of flaming turds at them, and they're knocking it down. You know, receivers, DBs, DBs are receivers who can't catch. We got DBs on offense and defense. I need receivers I can count on, like I could count on hitting a pothole downtown. I can count on hitting a pothole, Mm -hmm. but I can't count on my receivers. I need receivers like potholes. Guarantee me a catch. That's what I need, pothole receivers. Guaranteed. I'll tell you what I need but, me as well. You know what I need? I need Jordan, the intern, to find me a gif of a flaming, what was it, flaming? T- <laughs> <laughs> I, I, find a gif with, with uh, you know, potholes. Uh, I don't know what Sean Payton's on when he says he likes Traquan Smith. Sometimes I think it's just a hype game. Mm. But in reality, the only receiver who's safe on this roster mm-hmm. is – uh, Harris, our kick return. That's Deontay the only Harris. one. Well, he's got that deep. That's, that's that the deep. only. Yeah. That's the only one. I'm scrolling and, um, by the I'm way for the top draft picks. Oh, I'm, st- I'm looking for the, oh. the top tight end here. I'm still scroll. Oh, there he is, Jalen Weidermeyer, Texas A&M. So when the Tigers uh-huh. play the Aggies, look at that tight we'll end. Get a good look. <laughs> they will get a good look. Oh, yeah. But I here's mean, the here's the thing to your to your quarterback not, point, not to interrupt you, but to your quarterback point, it is not a very strong draft class quarterback wise that I think you would go, you know, trade for first rounds and all that. I could be wrong. Now, I mean, you might like Matt Corral or, or not, but you know, uh, if you're a raging I mean, Cajun yeah, fan, I, pay attention to the game. They take on Liberty on Saturday, and their quarterback actually is a highly rated. Um, player that many say could be the top quarterback in the draft in Malik Willis. So, again, that's Hugh Freeze's team. Check that out. Well, I'm going I'm to check them out. And, you know, everybody complained about Jared Cook last year mm-hmm. with that fumble. But he's better than what you have now. You know, when you talk about getting rid of somebody, you got to get rid of them tell you with something, something better. Jared Cook is Tony Gonzalez compared to what we see. Right, right. That's that's my whole point. You know, in that last play, I got one more thing there. That last play, the two point conversion, yeah, that went to Camara. I mean, that went to Mark Ingram. Should have never went to Mark Ingram, but it did because our receivers can't get separation. That's why I went to Ingram. You know, if you had somebody who who could catch the ball mm-hmm. or get separation, you you would have most likely converted. But you have nobody to separate that can separate. Right. And it's and that's why, in my opinion, the ball went to to Ingram. Oh, and one other thing. You see later on this week when they give a press conference and the receivers are out there, they act like they all world. They don't know if they get cut. Nobody's knocking on their door. They're smiling, cheering, but you're not good. You're just what we got. <laughs> so, yeah, I will uh, call another time, but 
Jared, I think you need to call every. I think you need to call every Monday to give us your assessment of the wide receiver position group every Monday. Okay, you got it. That's a bet. All right, man. Jared, wide receivers. You know, I'm not the coach, but you're. Your analyst. There it is. Jared, the wide receiver analyst. That's what you're going to be when you call. By the way, again, the uh, <clears throat> SI.com, just top 200, whatever, NFL dra- you know, draft prospects. I-, I can't ever remember, literally, honestly, that the top two quarterbacks you see in order are from Nevada. It's got a great name, Carson Strong. Seventh top player overall. Number one quarterback. And then Liberty is the next highest ranked quarterback. 24th overall. Malik Willis. Nevada and Liberty. I'm not ripping those schools. I'm not ripping those guys. I'm just saying, when's the last time? that you can say, like, it's not a, a big name school or something. And I'm, that's, I'm just telling that's the class. Do you like Corral? He'll be another one up there. It's just it's crazy when you look at it. Sam Howell, North Carolina, your next top rated quarterback. How many wins do the Tar Heels have? I just it's just not look, it, it's it's along the lines of what Jared just said. You're seeing if you can trade for Russell Wilson after you're seeing if Aaron Rodgers is considering you. I think in that order. Or do you go Russ first and Aaron second? I mean, you're, you're calling about both. Make no mistake. And then I think after that, it's a two-year deal to Jameis Winston. I just think that's where you are. I don't know. Is there Where else would you go quarterback-wise? I'm asking. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I know they called about Teddy two gloves, but as maybe kind of on necessity, you want him to be the starter moving forward the next couple of years. I just, I, I, is there a better option in bringing Jameis back? Coach Payton cried when he tore his knee. He won the locker room. He was having a nice year. And again, not really having played a lot of snaps. Don't have any receivers to speak of. You, you're imagining at some point this offseason. I'm just telling you, coach, go get Traylon Burks. Just telling you, go get Traylon Burks. Arkansas. Yes, I see him every Saturday. We talk about him every <laughs> Go get him. One of the top receiver prospects out there. George Pickens, Georgia. Number one receiver prospect up there. Go get a receiver, please. Traylon Burks, by the way, number two. Chris Olav. Or, or Lave, sorry. Ohio State, the third. Prospect John Mechie. Alabama. Mechie. Drake London, USC. Those are your top receivers next year. Uh, anyway, quick break. We'll come back. We'll take more of your phone calls. Final segment, Matt Muscodin after further review coming up next on ESPN New Orleans. Hey, hey, my friends. It's Dana DeFran Frilo here. Just wanted to reach out to you 
that our Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori, And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Rotolo's Pizzeria is the proud sponsor of the Nickel State Coaches Show. Rotolo's Pizzeria uses only the freshest ingredients to make their pizzas, calzones, salads, wings, and more. They make their original dough fresh every day, along with their homemade sauces and fresh veggies. Rotolo's, home of the $7.99 calzone, every Wednesday, and happy hour Monday through Thursday, 11 to 6. All of us at Rotolo's want to thank you for the opportunity to serve you at our home and Thibodeau locations. Go Colonels! Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? So, your wipers are streaking. It might be time for a new set. We've got a great deal to help you get the job done and be ready for the weather ahead. Right now, you can get a $15 AutoZone gift card by mail or email when you buy two Bosch Envision wiper blades. And we've got even more ways to shop. Just order online with our free same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Start your job today at AutoZone.com. Restrictions apply. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Robert, thank you for giving us a call here in the Sports Hangover, sir. How are you today? Good, Gus. I just was curious if they uh, what they had against maybe going and get getting Jake Beretti off of Baltimore's uh, practice squad for a kicker. Dude, I mean, I've had so many people getting... text me to go get him. I um, Is he injured? I thought he was either injured or... There, there's something that that I want to say, like the week that they almost went and got him, he either got cold up or he got injured or something. I'll look him up. I'll, I'll try to figure that out. But he is definitely a name that I, I'm telling you I get texts on all the time. <laughs> it, it's amazing. And then why why are they putting this guy on the practice squad? Do they really think that Johnson can, can do this thing? Oh, this is crazy, you know? I don't know, man. I just... <sighs> it's crazy. It's just... Make the you hair know. go grayer, right? So. It does. It does, especially when Coach says he hit the ground. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess we all make I mistakes. Think. I get it. We all make mistakes. And I understand, as I said yesterday, Robert, that position is different than any other on a football field, right? I mean, when you think about it, a quarterback can make a bad read, an incomplete pass, throw an interception. There are other opportunities, and I'm not saying that a kicker can't. After two misses, cannot kick the game winner. But to the point being, I mean, it, it, it's either it's good or it's not. You know, I mean that that is your job. Like it, there is no room or margin for error there. I mean, it's you have to succeed. They weren't 55 yard field goals, right? I mean, no. they were freaking extra points. I know. You know? I know. So, 
Well, thanks for taking the call, but yeah, I'd love to see us get him. But maybe you're right; maybe he does have an injury. You know, I think it's something. I know, I know what it was, but you know, look, I I cannot imagine that Sean Payton hasn't looked at any and every available person that they could possibly have to help them kick in some way, shape, or form. I mean, what was it two weeks ago after Mississippi State lost because of missed kicks? Literally after the game, Mike Leach put out there that he was going to have open tryouts. <laughs> the University of Mississippi State. I, 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 Anybody right. can come out to the facility and try. Some people thought he was being disrespectful to his guy, but you know. I do remember that. That's pretty funny. Thank you, guys. All right, bud. Okay. <laughs> Take All care. Right. Uh, soccer, by the way, coming up at four o'clock. If you're a USA. Fan as they take on Jamaica, it's 4 o'clock. Why is it so early, Gus? Well, Jamaica, time change, time difference. It's prime time over there, right? I think they're an hour past Eastern, so I think it's 6 o'clock over there. And so we'll definitely touch on that tomorrow. And the team will get back at it. And we will look at, I guess, the... Storylines heading into next week. I, I, one of them is for sure, or is it? Is it for sure, or is it? Like, I'm saying it so much. You cannot lose this game. Gus, you have a lot of games left. I know you do. But do you feel comfortable on a three-game losing streak going up against Buffalo? Well, they just lost to the Jags a couple. I understand that. I do. At the same time, I also understand they got a pretty good quarterback. They're six and three. I know they lost three games. They're they're a good football team. By the way, the Patriots. I, I short changed them. I said five wins. They're they're six and four now. Um, but I just that you know, I would not feel comfortable on a three game losing streak. And here's Buffalo because they can put up points. And if the majority of our phone calls. During the week or after a game are, can we catch? Not not can we score? That That's LSU. That's, those are those calls. Matt Muscota's fielding. What's, what's wrong with our play calling? Saints calls are, can you catch? And I know, I know they put up 22 unanswered against the Falcons. And I know... You don't miss those extra points. They, they scored touch. I get it. The Bills are capable of putting up points. It just I I makes me uncomfortable. Dallas, trust me, it sickens me. They're seven and two for a reason. They're good. Their defense is really good. Forget Dak and their offense and C.D. Lamb and all that stuff. I I'm not worried about the Saints' defense. What I'm worried about is a Cowboys' defense that is ridiculous. Diggs literally has magnets on the football or something. He's like he's a pick a game. Tavon Diggs is ridiculous. Micah Parsons is going to impact the game one way, shape, or form. It's gonna happen. When the Saints gave four sacks this past week, that that's a tough game. I know Uptown Rulers disgusted it already. He's kicking the couch. He's upset, and that's two that's weeks away, three weeks away. But that's gonna be a tough game. Not saying you can't win any of these, but that's a tough game. You can't lose Sunday. And I know they went up to to Denver and got a win. 
but the Eagles are going to try to run the football. Look, Jalen Hurts was 16 of 23, 178, two TDs, an interception, and he was sacked once. And the TDs came short. They rushed 40 times for 214 yards. So that's going to be one of the storylines we talk about tomorrow. Our time is up. Matt Moscona, you're up. Thank you for tuning us in. Tomorrow, Pels also take on the heat. We'll discuss that as well. You've been listening to the Sports Hangover and your home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Father figure and like a best friend. Let's have some fun. One, two, three, count. Streaming this Thursday. My pop. He's got cancer. Exclusively on Paramount Plus. We have to have guys rise to the occasion. The Emmy nominated series Texas Six returns. This is our moment. You play football, you don't just play for you. You play for everybody in this town. This is our I'm going to dedicate my season to my dad. Texas Six. New season streaming Thursday. Only on Paramount Plus. Wonder if you should get tested for COVID.